Outliner. Uh, black outliner is for outlining. Uh, turbo black is like a somewhere between a tribal black and a black outliner. Um, I like tribal black to shave with, like large patches. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's mostly going to be just right in. Yeah. So I would go liner for sure. Yeah. And then if you have any areas where you use like that black, that if you're going to color her hair in black, pack her hair, yeah. Yeah, use that tribal. That's what I did with yours. I lined it and then colored it with tribal. Hey, everybody. So we're in a different setting today. Um, we're in my room again at my shop. Uh, and Dusty is getting tattooed by Medusa. And he lives in Ohio, she lives in Oregon. So they're here in Florida. Uh, so yeah, we decided to do the episode today while they're doing tattoo swapsies. Dusty just tattooed old, a cute little pair of heart-shaped sunglasses. And uh, now Medusa's tattooing, at least I didn't kill Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Very old Ryan from here. So, uh, um, oh yeah, we got we're gonna put this down under you. Oh yeah. So um I'm not so comfy. Like, right. <laughs> so uh Medusa asked me beforehand, like, hey, do you have a topic? And I didn't. Um, and she said, Well, I'm either gonna go into balls deep into gratitude or what was the other one? Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Um, both valid, valuable, super wonderful, beautiful topics to go into today. Um, we might even try both of them. <laughs> Starting with gratitude, though, because like I feel like this tattoo is kind of a gratitude tattoo. Uh, we said and kill Selena was the thing that you say when you're having a bad day, correct? Yeah. 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 At least I'm not the worst person on earth. Yeah. Like you can, you know, have a really shitty day and really hate yourself, but you're not the person that shot and killed the iconic Selena. So you got that going for you. And I'm saying that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a crime of jealousy. So, you know, like if you ain't doing shit like that, you are right. <laughs> yeah. Do your best. And like, it's weird because like the universe has been bringing me a lot of, uh, a lot of my insecurities to the surface lately. And um, I'm like, and when I say the universe, I just mean like trials and tribulations that be coming my way. And like, the thing is, you just have to remember like, at least I didn't kill Zelina. But like also one of the things I came to recently was like, no man, like I know my intentions. I know I'm doing my best to be my best. And if I know I'm fucking doing that, and somebody doesn't jive with that or somebody gets jealous of that and tries to kill me or tries to take me out or tries to fucking whatever like it makes me realize oh well i'm learning the lesson of i'm actually a quality human and i should see my value in my work rather than i should think that i'm not a quality human which ties into the imposter syndrome right so like i did this fucking surf event uh locally that was awesome the villain uh sixth annual surf contest that they do on the beach over in satellite beach it's really fucking cool uh they do vendors and stuff and we had a vendor booth there and um i was feeling real weird and insecure a lot of the day and then when i like by the time we got to leave and 
I felt the love from everyone around me and I was like, oh shit, man, like, why am I, why am I feeling this imposter way? Uh, and that's been coming up a lot, a lot of imposter syndrome. And I didn't even realize it because I've been, um, I've been running into being kind of uh, not present, so to speak. And that's been kind of weird. Um, so weird, I've been talking to the screen and I just realized you're next to me. Like I'm so used to like looking at the screen for you guys, it's odd. Um, <laughs> yeah, like what's going on? And like, there's a dude that was uh, in the waiting room and now he's gone. And uh, I didn't get to in, uh, admit him in, but I, I, I was going to, and then he's gone. So if you are that man, uh, please come back um, if you have something to say. But yeah, like the imposter syndrome shit, that's been hitting me in really weird ways. You should shave, shave me up. Yeah, you want to shake in this position? So yeah, the imposter syndrome is like a weird thing that has been hitting me a lot. Um, a lot, a lot. And like, I think I'm in a good spot as a human because I can realize that it, it's hitting me a lot right now because it's supposed to teach me something. And it's funny because me and Brittany were talking about this a little bit outside and you were like, I was like, I'm waiting on the message and Dusty was like, what's the message? I'm like, I don't know, I'm waiting on the message. But like, I really think the message is like, yo, you're actually a quite a good quality human. And like, you should probably not beat yourself up so much. Thanks. You know, like- Oh, you were talking about you. <laughs> same, um, you know, but like, seriously, I feel like the imposter syndrome is huge in all of us. And it's like stupid to be there. How does it show up for you, Medusa? Um... Such a pure topic. It shows up uh, like in the anxiety I'm having right now um, in this moment, being in this tattoo studio, tattooing in this chair, tattooing you, you and everything happening while there's there's a thing right there that's showing other people what I'm doing and I'm kind of freaking out a little bit and I also said that I was afraid of this when we spoke about this previously you did say that yeah, yeah. and I said so, me and Dusty both said don't worry about it but I think I think that's funny and super cool and like that's like that's like a big like pat on the back like the fact that being in this shop tattooing you, like, like that makes you anxious. Like, thanks, man. That's, you know, like, that's, <laughs> that's imposter syndrome for me, though, that somebody's that excited about tattooing you. Right. Uh, right. Or getting tattooed by me. I mean, nobody should want to tattoo by me or to get tattooed. Take two. Nobody <laughs> should want to tattoo me because I do not sit well for tattoos. <laughs> I'm about to find out. But I love that, like, that's probably his imposter syndrome because he'll probably sit like a champ, especially like knowing he's on camera, you know, like, it's, it's actually a science experiment they did. And these are very, very uh, specific factual terms. You know, it's a science experiment they did Yeah. about atoms and shit. Uh, it's textbook written just like this. Um, that things be acting differently when motherfuckers be watching. Okay. So like they observed like molecules and atoms and shit. And then like they stopped observing them, but like notice 
where they were able to like capture their 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 Essence patterns or okay yeah right but like yes. should be acting different when it's when it's uh when it's being used so your molecules and your atoms are going to naturally act differently when they're being viewed as when they're not being viewed. okay so like that makes a big difference in like why we feel a certain way. And we were talking about this on the way to the surface on Saturday. Yeah. How like it just feels weird uh, how we're not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. You know, and then we saw that shirt on that one shake that said not for everyone or I'm not for everyone. Yeah. And like, but like I think on a molecular level, it actually breaks down to our atoms act differently when they're being observed. That's the word I was looking for, okay. which is not being observed. And like there's actually scientific scientific proof. And studies based around this. So, like, it's really interesting to think about, like, when we're being observed, being observed, you know, and then being acknowledged while we're being observed, you know, it's, a, it's just a really weird, uh, really weird collection of molecules going crazy. Like, I was at this one thing in Miami a little bit ago, and the dude said, um, We're just, uh, what the fuck was the word he used? Like, we're just like, Ah, now I can't remember. But he said soup. Um, what is serotonin? Serotonin. Yeah. Chemicals. Yeah, we're chemical soup. Our brain is just chemical soup. Like when you think about it, our brain is just chemicals. It's just all, everything is all just chemicals being held together. So like the way these things all act naturally is the way we are going to act naturally. So I think imposter syndrome comes from being observed because we're being observed and we're not naturally used to being observed. Yeah. Remember before social media? Yeah. That was crazy. Page of time. <laughs> yeah. And you like you, you weren't constantly being observed. Yeah. Ooh, and you're constantly being observed even when you're not looking. Which is weird because we subject ourselves to being observed. It's because like, it oh, gives it gives my social story. media. Yeah check me out but then equally like don't look at me <laughs> the, the people that like i post tattoos i do in cats versus the people that are always like kind of portraying a character or like oh this you know presenting a different life than maybe what's not really there because they're being observed right but they want to be observed so they present this false life to be observed and then they're like oh, don't observe me it's a it's a weird yeah head spin circle yeah dude totally totally and it's like you like there's days where you're like, oh, I love being observed. And there's times when you're like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> you know, and we do it to ourselves. And it's such a weird, just it's a weird, it is and it isn't at the same time thing, you know? Like no, I get that. But like that's all of life. It always is and it isn't. And that's fucking annoying. <laughs> Sometimes. It do be. But like yesterday when I went to the surf fest and it got rained out, um, I talked to this one DJ that was there. He was a rad dude. Well, the DJ that was there, like yeah. doing the music and stuff. Dude, we talked for a while. Um, I lost my train of thought. It isn't it? Isn't what are we talking about? Shh. I'll find her again. But uh, yeah, talk a lot about life. I can't remember where I was going with that. Difficult time replacing the stencil and like what do you that, like going straight up into the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's on camera. <laughs> so. She's acting differently because she's being observed. Observed, yes. She's acting like terrified and 
It was like the principal watching the tattoo. Dude, like, like when I was on Ink Master, fucking, I remember one specific moment, Oliver Peck comes around watching me while I'm tattooing. And I was doing this like weird scribbling thing with my hand where like, was it really tattooing? <laughs> and I was trying to figure out how to do what I was doing. And yeah. I was being watched by one of the judges. And like, he's like, what are you doing out here? And I'm like, oh, you guys make me nervous. He's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's funny. Like, yeah, we act different as fucking words, or then we're in, a, in, a, in an environment that we deem higher pressure. I've been like one of the first conventions I went to after Ink Master. Um, I was in a machine company's booth, and I was like, I didn't feel like I deserved to be there. And like Russ Abbott was in the booth also. Gunner was right next to us. I'm like, I went up to Russ Abbott and I introduced myself and he's like, I know who you are. And I was like, I know who you are. so like that fucking ruined my day. Like, why did that ruin my day? Like, I, <laughs> dude, but that whole convention, I was just so in my head. And this was 2014, you know, 2015-ish. So like, I was really in my head for like no reason. Like people were being really nice to me, but I was super stressed out about it and fucking killed me for a little bit. Like that convention was, so hard for me to do yeah uh and it's so stupid looking back on it now you know like but that was where i was at that moment and that was a difficult place for me to be in those moments so yeah but i think we all kind of have those moments you know like where you feel like the principal is watching oh yeah you know it's fucking weird all right so i'm just gonna go ahead and say i'm going to make this smaller okay why are you sorry doggy Man, well, so, just in case everybody knows or didn't know, Medusa just made a stencil that was a little too big. Who the fuck has ever done that? Like, you must be trash. <laughs> Not me. Um, Fired. <laughs> right, like, no, nah, it's cool though. I always feel like a failure when I have to go smaller because like, I just want to go bigger. <laughs> Yeah. But other than that, yeah. If you go bigger, I would just be, I could you go bigger. I just need to like shave you a bit more and it'd be much closer up in there. Do whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, that's on you, doggy. Where's your comfort size on that tattoo? Uh I'm gonna go a little bit smaller for time's sake, and I think it'll still hold all the details. Beautiful. So, oh, Donna said she's down to tattoo you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I just got a picture of Zen reading my books. <laughs> so learned. I love it. My learned little man Zen, Sir Yiddelman Yiddelson. All right, well, she's doing that. Yeah. Back at it here. In winter in Ohio, and I don't get to wear a lot of jorts, so yeah, I may as well ham it up on camera here. <laughs> and I'm constantly in shorts, it makes me a happy lady. You know, I feel like when it is cold out because I have the metal leg, I get the, the ability to only have one cold leg, so it makes my life a little bit easier. I like it, it's nice. 
So yeah, how are you? How are you feeling now? Talking about feelings. About getting ready to tattoo. I feel, I feel good because between when I came here and when I tattooed Medusa was was four days, and I think mm -hmm. that's the longest I've gone without tattooing in like two or three years. So when I said the first line I pulled, like a lot of anxiety was removed of just like, I don't know, that that like needing the tattoo. Uh, like jitteriness of like, oh man, I haven't worked in a while, but also just that like fear of like, I forgot how to tattoo because I didn't tattoo for four days after tattooing for like 8,000 days straight. Yeah. Um, immediately removed when I pulled the first big line and it looked good. I was like, okay, cool. I remember how to tattoo um so there was a little bit of jitteriness and anxiety there but i did it and we did cool shit in the past three days so right it, it was never like the forefront of my mind like why the full corner of tattooing but getting to do it brought a big sense of normalcy back i totally know pretty stoked on i know that feeling 100 i had i i used to not be able to be away from the shop like yeah longer than three days you know like it was always i always had to I feel more comfortable because I haven't been to my shop since Thursday, but even just being here made me feel more comfortable because, like, I went up to the girl that she's tattooing out there and I was, like, asking her about her tattoo and looking at the stencil and just, like, it felt like I'm at work again. Even right. I'm not right. at my shop. I'm like, okay, this is a lot yeah. of weird tension eased. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Of just, like, that jitteriness of, like, well, if I'm not at work, what am I doing? And... I run the social media for my shop, so watching all of my friends back home in Ohio tattoo and tag us in stories, and I'm seeing them like, oh, Origin did this awesome thing, Josh did this cool design, whatever, <laughs> had me very jumpy for like, well, they're fucking tattooing, why don't I get to? Yeah. So I got two today, I got two lined up tomorrow, I got like four lined up Wednesday, so it's, it's back to good. Right, right, right. You're just... I'm in a much more comfortable headspace now. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, um, I have a little bit of anxiety sitting around sometimes. So, like, which is wild because you do so much, and so do you. I do. <laughs> You're not wrong, but if right. I'm not holding a machine, it just feels different. Well, like yesterday, um, you know, it, I went to the surf fest. At, you know, I got there at nine thirty, and then fucking. Uh, Actually, no, I'm gonna tell this life since we ain't time yet. Um, I got there at 9:30 and uh fucking by 11:30, I was like, all right, it's rained a lot. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then we sat around and watched TV all day, and like I I enjoy sitting around. But at some point in time, I get a little anxious. And like, and then if you're anxious sitting around, yeah, I'm gonna pick up on that too. I, I so. calmed it pretty good. I don't know if you noticed. Robbie and Donna ordered me pizza and we ate pizza. <laughs> and I inhaled two New York-sized slices in like three minutes flat so that I could get my iPad back out and go back to the dining. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is holding it at bay. Right. And like I felt bad, like part of my anxiety is oh man. I'm making this guy sit around doing nothing when he's here on vacation. When like I, it was cold and rainy and I needed it was, a lazy day. I know it hadn't been gross. We could have gone out and right. even just nature. Like I walked your neighborhood for right. like 30 minutes today and just walking two miles. I was like, okay, I feel nice way. Way I got sun. 
I also saw you have lakes that just have signs that are like, oh yeah, look out for alligators. Yep. And that's terrifying. Yeah, that's real life. That's I didn't see life. any alligators, which is cool. But I haven't seen any alligators in those lakes, but Don met a neighbor that has seen alligators in those lakes. Yeah, just so. the possibility. Most lakes in Ohio by my house don't really have alligators in mm -hmm. them. So just the fact that they're like, there's enough of a possibility that we needed to put up a sign. That that was a, a whole, let's talk about feelings. I was feeling scared. <laughs> they move quick. And, uh, they do, they do. So speaking of Florida alligator stuff, yeah. story, uh that Donna told me, uh, uh, and I told you in the car the other night. Um, so I heard a story about there was a dude running around robbing people in an area local to here, and he jumped in a lake to hide from the police. And the police heard him getting chomped on. So uh, it can happen. There are big ass gators in some of our lakes. I have not seen any, but like when I moved out of Florida, I was weirded out that there wasn't gators. Because I was like, oh. That's an odd emotion to feel. Right. I'm like, oh. gator. I'm like, wait a second. You've got a lake there. Y'all got gators? And they'd be like, what would they do when it's cold? And I'm like, oh. I didn't realize it gets cold here. I'm from Florida, so I don't know things. <laughs> like, seriously, until I started traveling away from Florida, I didn't realize, like, that, like, there was places that had, like, cold Stop weather and shit. Like, yeah, seasons, like... And a lack of gators. Right, like, dude, first... A severe lack of gators. Dude, a severe lack of gators. Like, when I went to Philly to do the convention the first time, I brought... um gator proof suit i get it <laughs> it's called gator mail right it's gator yeah. mail. i brought my cold jacket for florida which then i realized was like basically a mildly graduated windbreaker so you know it was um it was very cold in philly for me the first time i went there very cold for me um. so yeah one time, Jessica told me a story about she used to be like an RA at OU when she went there. And uh, th there was like a kid from Texas that brought like his t-shirts and his jeans because he's from Texas. And they had like a like six inch blizzard kind of whatever. And he's like, oh, what do we do? And she's like, do you have a coat or a jacket? And he's like, no, we don't, we don't have those. So you have to like take this random ass Texas kid to Walmart to like get him a coat and winter clothes because he's just like I didn't know winter was a thing. I thought it was just <laughs> summer and slightly less Santa Claus summer. Thank you for that fucking clarification because I feel a little weird sometimes. When I don't. Yeah, really... it's, it's, yeah it's, it's like that. It'd it be like that sometimes, dude. It'd be like that. So yeah, fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. So. I also uh, um, didn't know that winter shoes were like a thing, you know, wet shoes, uh, winter pants, mm -hmm. snow pants. I didn't realize that. Get it. How's she look? There's oh, the whole wall here behind me. I mean, you could look in the camera and get your vision there. <laughs> yeah. Like Ooh, yeah. Flexing. Yeah. Tattoos, you got this. I believe in you. 
You all right, buddy? I can do this. You need yes, a high five? Do you need a hug? Do you need a cry? Do you need a punch? What do you need? Um, um, I'm gonna take a sip of water and then yeah, water, you're an animal. Right, you are water. Ooh, thanks for that. I've got my water. You'll know where to find me. <laughs> so when I was in the hospital, uh when the nurses would leave and be like, I'll be back, I'll be like, I'll be here. <laughs> And that was like my yuckety dad joke every time. And and like I would giggle my dick off. I was really proud of it every time. Ah, that was a good sip of water speaking about feelings. That was a beautiful tangent from imposter syndrome to uh, not knowing about winter. <laughs> when you tend Incredible to tangent. segue. I loved it. Um, that's it feels normal to me. Uh, what's up? Are either of these lights going back on, or oh, uh, we turned them off for the moment because uh, you weren't tattooing. Because I already glow so much. Um, Do you, would you like this one as well? I think just this one's fine. And look, if I tilt my head down, it's like a little halo. <laughs> Oh That's the heart shaped halo. Heart shaped halo. That works. You are heavenly. See, I'll just halo. Oh, you have two halos. So I can cover this one and you have the circular one. Actually, hold on. I'm going to take a picture of this. Uh, Dusty, one real quick thing. Yes. Because consent always matters. Do I have your consent again? Whenever. <laughs> The only time you'll ever catch me being serious is when I'm all like, I'm telling you right now, I respect your body and you, and then we'll bullshit. I just love how you like turned it on and you got real, real about some shit. And then you're like, okay, cool, here we are. <laughs> Um, that is something that I am very overboard on as well, because we're talking about feelings. Um, when it's people's first tattoo, like I'm too much of a people pleaser to be a tattoo artist. And I get that. Pathetic that like, if it's your first tattoo, I'm like, okay, see this one line, we're going to start with this line, and then I'm going to stop. And you tell me how it feels, you tell me anything you need to tell me, you tell me when you're ready, if it takes 30 seconds, if it takes five minutes, whatever, like I'm, you know, I'm on your time, you tell me. And I'll do the first line, and 99 out of every 100 first tattoos I do, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> Did it hurt? You know, are you good? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And I thought it was going to be like a 10, it's a five. And I'm like, okay, but like, you tell me when you're ready. See, yes, fucking tattoo me, okay? You guys just tell me a little bit about that because I'm just like, all right, blah, blah. Oh, if someone shows up. And they're like the homies that I've tattooed right. you know, multiple times. I'm just like, you ready? I my. yeah. My my level of asking if they if I have their consent is like, so you ready for me to ruin your life? Yeah. Because you know, like blackouts. I've been doing a lot of those lately, and they always leave shaking. So right. like <laughs> Robbie's idea of consent and tattoos, he hits you over the head with a sock full of oranges and just tattoos you. For real, man. I'm such a fucking. He likes the dead bull. I'm like, you signed up for this motherfucker. I, I ain't quitting now. 
Hey Siri, you play good by Hercules. <laughs> oh. oh, jokes on you. On it. Sorry, I couldn't find goodbye horses in your room. <laughs> oh, you said it. All right, oh. thanks, thanks, Siri. Goodbye. I don't need anything from you, Siri. Go away. All right, I'm gonna try <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we have uh, the A word over here. Yeah, that's why I said the S word. Yeah, <laughs> but we're on a, a good old Macintosh. Should have said the D word. Google. Good old Google. How are you feeling? You okay? Do you need to stop? That's pretty chill. Um, so let's Where's talk, my sack of oranges? Let, let's talk about uh, so this sweet juice box inside my bag here, which tastes dumb bitch juice. All yeah. that. Uh, notice how that line and that line are much thicker yes. than that line. Uh, -huh. uh that was done by Beck at Isle Nine. That was her second tattoo ever. Okay. Um, I've got Trusty second. I've got the Bills third. I've got Kayla's third. Like I've got a lot of apprentice tattoos on my legs. I like to help out friends. Yeah, I think. Uh, when she did that first line, or no, I'm sorry, it got lighter from there. Those first two lines had to be cleaned up because when she started the first one. Let's say you stop tattooing me for one second. I didn't want to fuck you up when I tell this story. Uh, she like started with that line, and I immediately like, <laughs> and she's like, what, what, what? And I'm like, nothing. You're good. Uh, and <laughs> when I fucked up, it was funny, and it was like hazing light. Uh, but where I fucked up is she was so in her head about those two <laughs> that she had to fix them up. That the whole rest of it is like real light. It's healed out better now, but it was super light because she was so afraid of hurting me after that. That she was just like, but at the end, I was like, yeah, these two are wonky because that's where you started and whatever. So she's like, you know what? Okay. And I just like, fuck, I did this to myself. Yep. Yeah, we did. Yeah, see, I have a different story, similar reaction. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Sorry, thank you. I just didn't want to scream while Thank you. So Donna tattooed "It's a boy on me." Yeah, the heart. It's a it's a blue heart, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm just sitting here dicking around. I totally forgot I'm about to sit down and get a tattoo. So I'm sitting on my chair, swinging my legs. All of a sudden, she fucking puts pedal to the metal, and I'm like, "Holy!" <laughs> it was a legit holy. Dude, it was a legit holy fuck. And she's like, "What?" Like I jumped and fuck. Oh, dude, it was so bad. And I was like, "I am so sorry." I, I, oh. Oh, that was bad. I wasn't yeah. expecting anything. So yeah, that was a similar but different. Good thing about Donna is she seems to have more confidence than she should as a young yeah. uh, tatter top. So she just fucking dips and rips like a fucking OG tack on. So, so help, help me with this. Yes, holler. I have wondered myself. I know tatter tot is kind of the once you're holding machine, it's the entry level. Is Tatty Braddy like the next step up, or is Tatty Braddy more of a sass thing? I think Tatty Braddy is more of a sass thing okay. if we're going on Robbie's, you know. Because I feel like Tatty Braddy, but I didn't know if it was like, oh, you passed Tatty Braddy, or if it's just a whole subculture. I think Tatty Braddy is just like, that's just something to do. Rather than fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Okay. But it's the same energy. Okay. So it's basically OG Tat Lord. Just in a sassy getup, but I, I I usually just politely do what I ask, so I guess I'm in a whole different fucking. Right. 
I don't know, man. I think Agree agreeable tat lord. I think we're multifaceted beings. Agreeable tat lord. I like that. Line but, linemanship jockey. But you have your lines in the sand. And we all have our lines in the sand. Yeah. And that's like, that's where like, it's, I, I kind of enjoy seeing where people stop people right. pleasing. Right now there's lines in my leg. Yeah. Ooh. Let's see how Medusa's doing. Not done? Almost. Only $900. Absolutely. <laughs> you're doing the same thing that I did when Oliver was over my shoulder, but like you're not being done. Like you ain't got everybody on TV seeing what a loser you are. Just everybody on the Just internet. A bunch of tat lords and lordesses <laughs> available for replay. I mean, do you want me to pick up the camera and like and like do a little follow along? Um, I'm sorry. I'm I know. You know, I was like, oh. That, that amazing light that you were talking about. Yeah. I need to stop. It's like, no, I like <laughs> You knew where to draw the line. Yeah. No, I really want to see you do a good job, and I know you will. And honestly, your work is cleaned off, so don't even stress. Yeah. That really no worries, serious, dog. Like, oh, oh. Huh. An insane amount of, uh, not insane, probably normal. I don't know. I'm yeah. not another person to compare myself to. Do um, it, really, yeah. But an amount of uh, imposter syndrome where constantly, every time something like really cool happens, like this right now, instead of being able to allow myself to celebrate, I just regularly. You wonder what's next. I wonder when the next foot's gonna drop yep. in, uh, when the rain cloud's gonna start coming towards my yep. parade. Yeah. Um, and I become hesitant to congratulate myself and to celebrate even like the small little victories. Yeah. Because I'm just like, do I want to jinx myself? Am I like and I don't even know? Like you can jinx yourself. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't even know superstitions are true. Right, right. And I mean, that's a, like, I think super, there's some superstitions that are true, but I think what Robbie was saying earlier about the cells and the amoeba, like when they're observed, they act different. You can 100% observe yourself into acting different. Yeah. And when you, it's, it's the whole thing that, you know, that, that internet adage that everybody uses for whatever they're, you don't notice blue cars until you're thinking about blue cars, which it's corny, but it's true. That totally. If you're, if you're thinking, oh man, I'm fucking stressed. I don't want to fuck this up. I'm jinxing myself. You'll jinx yourself. You know, the people that people tell them enough, like, are you okay? You look kind of rough. You sound kind of sick. That will get sick because they're so convinced that they're sick that their body just lets it win. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so you just have to remind yourself positive affirmations. Well, yeah, and I feel like you can't knock this tad out of the park. And even if you have a little goofy line here or a spot there, we'll go in and fix it. That's my favorite way to do tattoos. Instead of holding myself under a microscope and having so much pressure, I feel like you can jinx yourself by willing it into submission. Not really jinxing yourself, yeah. but like just like putting it out there to have it come back to you. There was one line on hers that I was like, that's not my favorite line. And I was like, I'm fucking throwing it in black. You get the I just now realized that the lines I'm doing are getting covered up with black. I don't need to like fucking yeah. freak out over these minor yeah. details. 
Well, I went through a period of my career where um, I cut my price in half for 10 people that were going to do large projects. Yeah. Um, and I made a verbal agreement with them. Like, you got $100 an hour for uh, four hours every six weeks for five sessions. So, like, it was a way for me to get a decent amount of living wage, right? Yeah. And discount myself a lot, but give myself a lot of freedom to learn. And like, I, I had gone home from McMaster before this and I was like real down about myself, lots of imposter syndrome there. Instead of celebrating the win of doing something cool, I was like, oh, I'm a fucking loser because I didn't win. Um, and so like doing this was a way so like get some big pieces out and just like enjoy myself doing tattoos. And what it turned into was the way to teach myself how I can tattoo and fucking relax. Yeah. Because I was doing large scale, right? So like I could do a fucking, a whole outline of a back piece in light fucking grays. And then, you know, in six weeks, we're going to come back and maybe we can throw some, you know, shading in there. Like, and yeah. disappear these lines and by you know session number five or six because a lot of them went over sessions five sessions like by the time we get to the six or seven session maybe i'll be ready to drop some fucking like you know bold lines on this thing that i didn't have to commit to session one and so that comes back around to what you were saying medusa like it, it made me realize that i can tattoo in a way that's kind of like low pressure rather than the way that I used to tattoo, which was very high pressure on myself. And that's not to say that I still don't get in my feels about like, oh, I'm scared because this is a tough tattoo or this is a difficult cover-up, you know, realism or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, but like, I know that I have, a, I have a way that I work that makes sense where I don't have to commit until I have to. You know, like almost everything I do I light line or I call speed line or quick line or like, like notes, just like or sketch lines rather yeah. than like holding see, shit right from the, from the get. I've seen some of your rap movement videos and stuff about that. And that actually like taught me a lot. I don't Thank learned you. a lot from you. Oh, dude. And thanks, like, man. You did the blast over with the, like the hand and yes. the arrow. That one taught me Oh, fucking much. Dude, thank you. By the way, so thank yeah, you. thank you. Right. I appreciate that. I that do that a lot. You're welcome. With like the more illustrative, like Sibley vibes. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I'll line the whole thing with a type three and then go back and be like, okay, I want to do bolder lines. Which one do I want to exactly. My whole sense is here now. I can wipe, I can yeah. paint, I can whatever. And there's been times that I'll do something like the whole hand size tattoo with a type three blast over the uh border of it with you know, like a flower and blast right. the border with like a seven and be like wow that's way cooler and then i'm like you know what now some of the insides look thin i'm going to hit a few of those with a seven now the outside looks a little too thin i'm going to blast over it with an 11 right and i like made multiple passes but my whole thing was mapped out i'm like okay now i'm happy with it right but the amount of shit that i go into with very minimal to no game plan anymore i'm just like we're gonna play Here's my stencil. We're gonna yeah. see what happens. Yeah, and like I said, it was this was a way for me to get more large scale work in my portfolio. But it really, honestly, taught me the method that I had been craving ever since I was sitting with Clean one night at Ink Master, and he was like, "Well, my method of tattooing is this," and I was like, 
I don't have a fucking method. I don't know what I'm doing. I just show up for the best. That's my right. method. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. And, and what's what I feel like happened to me will happen to you at some point where you realize, oh fuck, I had a method this whole time. I just didn't realize it because I was just like intuitively tattooing, yeah. which is how I love to teach people. Like it's all about intuition, man. And if you find the answers, I mean you'll find the answers if you ask for them. So just yeah, start the tattoo, do it, you know, and even if that's a quick three line around the whole bitch, that'll buy you 15 minutes for an answer or two to go. And that, and that is a method to not have right. a method. Right. Some people that, you know, the first guy that I ever had to show me watercolor when watercolor became popular a few years ago, was like my brain doesn't wrap around it. And he like builds every splash individually in Photoshop with vector layers and stuff really? and plans it. And like, I hadn't even started stenciling the tattoo itself on the person and it was already two hours deep. And I was like, this is not for me. My brain doesn't work that right. way. Uh, equally, I watched Joey Brenner take a fucking Sharpie and literally just go sideways with it and smudge and then wipe it. And he's like, it looks like watercolor. And then he just tattooed it on. Uh, the same way I watched you do that fucking Aurora Borealis on that collab piece we did with yeah, that thing. Yeah. I just, smatter it on and go and i was like that appeals way more to my chaos brain but right. that is a method it is a method right and even like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get this on here and then figure it out maybe not always the best method but right. it, it is a method right dude the one apprentice that i had that i was making the, the tattoo uh, uh videos with we would always say it'll talk to you because like when i was teaching him i was like when i'm tattooing like i don't always know so the answer comes and he's like It'll talk to you. And then he explained to me how, like, his, uh, I think, father-in-law says that to him when they're, like, building shit or something like yeah. that. So, like, no matter where you're at, if you're in a project and that project requires figuring something out, it'll talk to you. Oh, like, yeah. it always does. I was I was talking with her when I did the glasses tattoo on her today that I love putting white on highlights and trap stuff and i know some people think it's a photo yeah, or whatever right i think i'll put some bold fucking white yeah. hats on that thing i'll leave open skin and then on a very cusp of it right. nine round give it a bold white line but there have been times where i've done it where people look and they're like oh that's cool and i'll leave it and there's been times where people look at it and they're like that white line is amazing and i'm like all right we're gonna spend 15 more minutes yeah doing this yeah fuck out every open skin spot on this tattoo just got a white line and like you said, it'll talk to you. A lot of times the client will talk to you. Oh, I love the way you did yes. this. Okay, yeah. we're going to do yeah. more of that. There have been times where I've stipple shaded a whole tattoo because I fuck with stipple shading. Right. And they look at it and they're like, what are we going to like? Is there going to be like solids in it? And I'm like, okay, cool. Now we're going to have to go over this and gray wash it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that was not my plan. But I totally told the client, like, yeah, of course. That's, that's kind of, yeah, once we get the dots in. Uh, I just roll it like metal talk to you too. Right, right. <laughs> See, but allowing yourself that flexibility, like you do, leaves you open to just flow with it so much more. Versus the people that do sit there in Photoshop and Illustrator and they build every nook, every, every, bit, of every yeah. piece of every stencil. Um, and it doesn't allow for it. Was the thing I got from the Josh Carlton seminar. Actually, mm -hmm. he did a Zoom seminar and he was like, telling a lot of these guys he's like well what do your stencils look like these people that do a lot of cool black and gray and color like realism realism like photo realism beautiful shit and they're showing in their stencils and he's like take half of that out allow yourself to be an artist yeah 
give it room to breathe because then you can decide that you like it breathing or you can say you know what fuck it let's throw in every little detail but if you're if you're really an artist you can art it you can art your way through it yeah you know you're not a photocopier dude my one buddy uh i did <laughs> i did um uh a cross with some clouds and stuff on his chest and i was planning on doing the rays so I did the clouds and the rays all in purple, and I did the cross in gold. So the contrast between those two, the complement was beautiful, right? Yeah. And it worked nicely. And I did all the fucking bold whites inside the the gold effect, the gold chrome cross that I did, because um, you know gold <laughs> chrome is the way. <laughs> I'm glad you finally picked up on that. I'm practicing so hard like, these are different needle cartridges and I can right I'm working with something new right now so I've been kind of is the needle working around. well or is it jumping around in the tube um I feel like it's just not functioning is it the the ones they had in the closet yeah do you want to use some of my piece I was going to say I've got some other brand in here too in, in the box yeah Okay. Yeah. What what size needle is it? Um, I think what I need is a nine round liner and a seven round liner. Two that I don't have here because I don't. I know I definitely have a nine round. I can grab you one real quick. I got it. I think I grabbed fourteen. Uh, eleven. I have three. I have one hundred and eleven. So yeah, let me go grab dusty needles. Uh, there's a peak box. They're all in the same box, but there's definitely nine rounds, and then I think like tight Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna grab the headlight too. It's a problem for the backpack. Thank you so much. No worries, I mean, you're a you're a rock star. I know what it's like to have gloves on. <laughs> you know, I, I've always had a rule. The guy with the gloves or gal um, does the least amount around the shop because you got fucking gloves on. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have to answer phones and things. So we got a seven here. Oh, no, nope, that's a fucking Maggie. There's a nine round liner. Nine round liner. And then I think I'm going to three than that. So yeah, this is that's like a bug pin, dude. That's like a fucking 06 bug pin, bro. Wow, that's a tiny motherfucker. There's your regular, it heals out like a single. Yeah, I imagine so. That's a tiny beach. Um, I have, I think I, they're all the same brand of that kind. Um, but I can get you another one of those cartridges if you want. Uh, I thought that I had grabbed uh, seven, but I guess I did it. Seven, I'll go grab that for you. Yeah, keep the people entertained. Yeah. Tight seven. Yeah, thank you. No worries. So, let's take a moment to talk about how consent is key. Um, yeah, I say that shield to every single person, every single tattoo, regardless if I tattooed them. 40 times before. I don't say it with as much authority. You were like, this is my stick. It's one sentence. We're going. Mine is much more of a, uh, like, are you sure? Are you sure you're sure? 
Yeah. This is what's up. Tell me if anything's wrong. I say that how exactly. you feeling? I say it like a grandma. I'm like, how are you feeling? Did you eat today? Yeah, I say the exact phrase every single time. Uh, thought about how to word it properly so that it relays the message that I want. And what I want is for people to walk out the door remembering the phrase, consent always matters. Consent because always matters. Sometimes, A, sometimes people are asking, and B, sometimes people don't realize that they are in a vulnerable, vulnerable position. Oh, it's wild. And wow. I want to make sure that at least my clients know that even in tattooing, consent matters. I mean, obviously, but it's many, nice to have that. In many things in life, consent matters. I would say in most things in life. And now I'm racking my brain for like a time when it doesn't. I guess in all things in life, um, consent matters, except for falling down manholes. Manholes don't give a fuck about you. Uh, sometimes you just be walking and fall down an open manhole. Do you ever have that problem, Robbie? What's that? Uh, you're, you're just walking and you just fall down an open manhole. No. Okay. I haven't done that in a while. The other night when we were at Universal, I tripped real hard, real hard. You'd be tripping over um a fucking curb. Yeah, like a planter curb. Yeah, it was weird. I wasn't paying attention and just boop. Cut my finger. Which, which was wild because it was in Springfield land and you didn't say dough. Oh. There's you know, a Springfield. Real, oh, yeah, that's Simpsons land. Universal. Yeah, it's pretty fucking rad. Harry Potter land, uh, the E.T. ride that no one goes on because it's from the 80s, but I love it. We forgot to do that. I'll it's, do that. So, I'll that. it's so in the corner. Well, you're going again on Yeah, it's on it's, it's, uh, it's built for children in the 1980s, but I love it anyways. I always loved that ride. It was always, it was always like mellow, but it was always a fun ride. Yeah, it's a nostalgia trip for sure. And for me, it's nice because um, I get sick on the rides that are too crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, like the Simpsons ride is a hit or miss for me. Sometimes I leave not so comfortable. And I'm a little embarrassed right now because I don't know if that's squeaking or that's... Squeaking? Or that like crunchy noise. Yeah, that squeaking noise. Did you put a wrap over your machine before you taped it? It might just be slipping down in there a little bit. That happens to me a lot. Right. Okay. Machine. All right. I mean, machines... <laughs> machines used to make noise all the time. I know. So, it's like, being quiet and I'm like, Sweating right now. I am actually like really nervous. Oh, relax. Relax. That was tattooing her earlier with that Cuban machine. I love that because at my work, everybody's is very like, yeah, and I'm just over there like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I love and hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good on you. Man, I like machines that don't make noise. I just like machines that don't make noise. I'm just, the lack of the noise uh, makes me feel good. What machine is that? It's a um, FK Iron Zion. Uh, it's still getting that squeaky sound, and you know I'm kind of a little bit panicky. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, that's stressing. And I don't think it's giving me the power that I need. 
So I'm also worried that maybe something has happened to my machine during travel. Mm. I haven't used it since I've been in Florida. Right, right, right. I'm wondering if like my shit get knocked around too much on the flight. Do you need a borrow machine? I mean, I think that might just be the needle bobbing around inside there. Probably that. Yeah, we keep going. Relax there, fellow. Yeah, Relax. I can do this. I'm a rock star. See, and you are. And this is full on imposter syndrome in action. Yeah. <laughs> and have gratitude for the things that are giving you imposter syndrome. Look, look, that's a fucking solution. When imposter syndrome shows up, have gratitude for whatever's fucking with you and freaking you out. I feel like I'm a printed thing all over again. Mm -hmm. You just needed someone to look over your shoulder to make it work. Things act different when they're being viewed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I just pulled the longer line. Okay. Well, if so, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. I'm gonna jump in here and try it right quick mm -hmm. and see. I don't even need a chair. I'm just gonna lay on camera like this. <laughs> I think your nerves are getting to you. Um, that's very possible, and I already more I I like warned about this no, the other week. I said this exact same thing would happen. What's your what's your speed at on your battery there? Seven. Ah, crank that bitch up. That's why it's not pushing a nine. Give me eight. I'm gonna regret that as soon as you start tattooing on me. Well, you can bring in green is ten and a half. Yep. So this is how I test it. Yes, camera. This is the face I'm making. No one is about to get hit. <laughs> no one's either about to feel or <laughs> a grown ass handsome man resting on my ass right now. All right, so just crank it up and the two look like you hear. Definitely feels a little different when Robbie does it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like trying not to just be like this is Jesus. <laughs> so run it at the speed and depth you want to run it at, but uh we can get them bitches in there. I think you're just getting in your head. Yeah. Honestly. So, All right. I, I would say thank you for letting me know that it is just in my head because that's a lot easier to overcome than if I my machine's actually having problems. Every, everybody's everything is different and yeah. nobody's method works for everybody, but trying to line at a seven with a battery definitely feels like unless you're slow as molasses, you're already kind of setting yourself up to not push a nine. Right. And I mean if you want to run at a seven, I think I could run that at a seven. I just have to slow my hand. Oh yeah. Would, but right, I'd hang it out probably the same that I always hang everything out and then just run it real 
Real slow line. Now here's the thing. I'm stoked that it's going well, and I know I'm going to get an awesome tattoo because she's awesome. Uh, now that you kind of fixed it for her a little bit, it feels a lot more like a tattoo. Mm -hmm. but that part kind of sucks. Yeah, no, I knew I knew you felt me more than you felt her. We need her now. It feels yeah. like she's actually putting it in. She's not, not, not heavy-handed, but like. It feels like I'm getting my inner fucking thigh tattooed. When, when people that know how to like know what getting tattooed feels like when yeah. I'm teaching an apprentice, and like when I'm that always happens every time I pick up the machine, and I'm like, yo, you just need to do this. And they're like, oh yeah, now it feels right. <laughs> I, I would way rather get an apprentice tattoo that has a couple little bit blown out lines than get one that half of it's gone six months later. Yeah, and that's the thing, like. What do you want? Do you want a tattoo that might be a little smudged and scarred, or do you want a tattoo that might need to be gone back into? Yeah. Because those are the two extremes of like for healing, you know, apprentice tattoos. And we're not talking about apprentice tattoos like you're an apprentice. So <laughs> they actually not at all. The thing is, I like I've been thinking about and talking about this for a long time, but like I really want to travel a lot more in tattoo. But because um, I have a lot of insecurities about my own skills, of, I wanted to like do like mini apprenticeships, like mm. go visit my friends for a couple of weeks. And iron like, sharpens iron. Traveling is how you're gonna learn to be almost like a, a working apprentice while I like guest spot and stuff. Well, I mean, dude, think of it this way: that's what the fuck we are, anyway. Yeah. Anytime. Sean King in Indiana made the best joke to me. I was like, you know, how long have I been? Because I knew he was over 20 years. He's like, oh, I'm a 27-year apprentice. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude. I mean, that's pretty much it. Well, yeah. one of the concepts that I try to live by is beginner's mind, because the beginner's mind always is ready to learn something. Because when you're at the beginning of it, you're like, oh, yay, let's learn. Rather than like, nobody fucking, nobody says, I want to have the cranky old man's mind when I grow up. You know, like. Nobody really wants to be a miserable fuck about you know how much they hate themselves. We just kind of fall into it because we forget that we can actually like give ourselves permission. Like, dude, that was all in your fucking head. Like, yeah, totally. And like your response was the coolest thing I've heard ever from anyone. Because you were like, wow, it's really glad that it's in my head because yeah. that's easier to fix than my machine going wrong. <laughs> well, it's also one of those things you said earlier. We all, when being observed, act a little mm -hmm. different. It's so easy if nobody was watching and you're just tattooing and the client can't see and you're just in your own world to be like, all right, this isn't quite sticking. I need to crank my power supply up a little bit or I need to switch needle size. Right. But when everyone's on you, you're like, is it that? Do I want to do that in front of them? Are right. They notice? Right. And it turns so quickly into like the little snowball that turns into the yep. giant snowball of you know, the giant mountain <laughs> going, going down the mountain because you're like. Oh God! Someone noticed that I'm thinking. It's longer spot. I specifically asked you before we started if you thought my tattoo. related. It feels like like when, when I'm not even watching her, just when I like see her in my yeah. peripheral and feel her energy right now, it feels like you settled into like, oh okay, now I'm tattooing yeah. and I can try not to panic as much. Like it feels like there's a little more settling in. Man, you 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 just. Feeling my energy all day. <laughs> like that shift between my two okays earlier. <laughs> well, dude, I guess I didn't even come in intentionally doing that, but I guess because you said, you know, what you said about yourself in the past, like my intuition is, oh, let's just help her through these silly moments that we hate when they happen to us. 
Like, one of my things that I hate about myself, I drink too much when I'm fucking uncomfortable. And sometimes I get too drunk. And I wish I didn't use that as a crutch. So, like, when I see somebody going through a situation that, like, feels similarly fucking shitty, I want to jump in and help them with, like, hey, let's not worry about this. And you're a friend, you know? I'm like, you've been pretty fucking open about, like, the fact that you're nervous being around me and Dusty. So, like, you yeah, know. you guys are, like, badasses. But so are, are you, you motherfucker. Are you aware that you're badasses? You need to fucking accept that right now. <laughs> you know what? Um, I am fully leaning into learning how to receive, so thank you for that compliment. Yeah, thank you. Um, take it. But like, notice how I had to say I'm fully learning, leading into learning how to receive, because like, I'm learning how to receive, man. It's I, not something that happens for everyone easily. I'm learning how to receive, but I don't like receiving compliments that feel comparison based. Mm, like, yeah. You're, you're not saying, better at this than some. You're not saying, oh, you guys are badasses. You're saying it in the context of like, I'm afraid because I'm not a badass. And that's not true. Yeah. And I lived in that hard for many years. We are, we are on the same wavelength. You're a total badass. So you, you know, you don't have to say it in the context of like, I'm nervous because. Right. And like, dude, I've got social media. I've got eyes. I've seen your work. Like, I knew you were going to come in here and fucking throw down a slick piece. And I'm actually glad that you got artistic with it because, like, it was only the phrase in our heads. Yeah. In my head, at least, you know? Yeah. So, like, at least I didn't kill Selena. That's fucking hilarious. And then you, like, came up with this whole thing. Then you were mad open when I was like, yo, sneak that at least in there. And, like, we all had fun with it. Like, this is a cool experience for me just watching, like, a little homie that fucking slays at Tat Goddessing already. And, like, Dude, you don't even know like what your words have done for me in the realm of like feeling confident with tattoo educating. Like, I, I don't know if you saw the posts I made about tattoo education, like I'm starting a program now. Like, you're a big part of like giving me confidence to do that, Medusa. Wow. Yeah, dude, like you telling me that my tattoo experience, that was usually me and Jeremy having some trulies at 11.30 at night, fucking like talking about tat stuff like if that was that valuable to you man fuck like i really want to put energy into this yeah. you know and then one of the people that i fucking got uh she signed up for the program she like sent me a slew of messages one actually a couple saying like make a certificate for when we're done with the fucking class so like you know we can have something that says we tried hard to like learn more and i'm like Yo, that's so cool. Thanks for giving me the like the thought to not be a chump and you be like a license to be rad. Right. And like I am licensed to tell people, yo, you fucking tried. You know what I'm saying? You're learning some shit. You're you're investing time and, and money into like doing this. Can you call it your work certificate? Right. <laughs> your work certificate. Uh, yeah. That'll that'll be a big thing one time <laughs> or forever. Working on my birth certificate. <laughs> right now, I'm working on my birth certificate. It's funny you say that because when I was in Miami, um, I was at like an entrepreneur meetup thing, and like these dudes were talking about like their word for the year, and I was like, "Well, my word for the year would be worth," because like I know my value, but I don't know my worth. Like I don't feel my worth all the time. And so that's a lot of the things that are coming to me, like the insecurities and the fears of people not liking me is 
me stepping into my fucking worth, which is a weird thing to do. Uh, stepping into your worth is hard. Knowing your worth, uh, accepting that you're worth something. Those are all weird things for me. Yeah. I've been working on them for years. And luckily, I've had enough people tell me that I'm fucking worth a lot. Like, so many people for so many years have told me I'm rad. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should listen. And now I'm more like, okay, yeah, I believe you. Thank you. And, like, there's still a part of me that, like, gets a little panicked when I say I believe you. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm working on that part, learning how to calm as well. Instead of punching them in the face. By saying, <laughs> yeah. I'm nobody. You're stupid. I'm just little old me. Yeah, I mean, and that's oh, true. Man, I mean, that's my literal sentence. Yeah. It's only which is true, right? You are just a regular human. Like I am you just being my way. I am just a regular human, but like it was funny when I told the guy at the at the at the, the smoke shop today when he was when he was like, Don't tell me that's a rap. I was like, no, it was paint job. And I was like, I don't mind sharing my magic with you. And I giggled. Because it was more like my magic trick, like a magician. But then I was like, I have the magical motherfucker. I don't mind sharing my magic with you because I know I'm magical, motherfucker. So, like, it was really weird. I had that moment in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't have a camera in front of me to do that. But, like, I kind of did in my head. Um, but, like, that was a moment for me to realize, hey, man, you kind of are worth something. Like, and it doesn't have to do with your car and like you do you don't mind sharing your magic with people and like that was something that you feel like people didn't share their magic with you uh so yeah. now you're you're able to do that for others and it does something good for you too because every time we do something that feels good to help it feels good because it's helping us too like every time anyone does not feel good no that does not i see you uh, and like i feel so bad like Dude, you didn't expect the tattoo on camera, did you, Medusa? You expected this all to be done and over with by the time we did this? Or I expected to do it, like, afterwards, or just not not on camera. No. So you didn't expect me to just be like, oh, yeah, fuck, we just do camera stuff in here when you tap. Um, <laughs> have you not seen the one where I've been tapping in this room? Yeah. I would be. <laughs> you didn't put that in, like, the, like, the, we watched Inside Out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> She when she went to her first day of school. So fear. List out all the possible ways this could go wrong. Like you didn't have your yeah, little fear. And when you said we're doing it in here during that shot it's with the two okays. Yeah, yes. I answered, okay. Okay. That's not turning sweating. And like I I and and so that's me just being like, oh, just being a little old Miley, me, you know? Right. Well, and I'm over here like, oh, no big deal, because I'm no big deal, and it's no big deal, because I'm no big deal. This is no big deal. And you're like, this is a big deal. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, you got broken into it when you got to, like, you know, be on camera competing with a whole bunch of other really good artists. So, like, mm -hmm. you got... You yeah. dived into the deep end totally without did. like I totally did, man. Yeah. The same way that you think on your worst days and we said it kill Selena. Uh think of it this way. Yes, oh I'm think of it, yes, I'm tattooing on camera, but the camera can't see the tattoo. Meanwhile, it can see here's the thing. I've been the most that I've ever been tattooed was an 11 hour day, and it was an 11 hour day, like he tatted all day. 
Uh, I don't cry. I don't tap out. I don't throw hissy fits, but I make a face the entire time. <laughs> like a child that is told he cannot leave the table until he finishes his Brussels sprouts. It's true. We've and seen it a couple times they here. Not see what you're doing, and I'm sure that it's great. Uh, they can absolutely see my face. This whole podcast has been this one. <laughs> I mean, it might get stuff that way, but it's kind of cute. Uh, like, I think it's funny you say I'm like tantrums and hissy fits and shit like that. Because when Donna got her butthole tattooed, we were very fresh into our relationship. And I didn't do it. A friend of mine did it. Well, a friend of ours did it. And like, Donna, on this very chair, on this very tap table, she was like, towards the end, was like, punching the chair and like evil Satan grunting <laughs> and like the tattooer in me and the boyfriend in me were having a hard time together because I was like you're for my friend <laughs> like that's the tattooer inside of me and the boyfriend inside of me is like I want to be there for you but I don't even know how because like we just kind of started dating a little bit ago and now you're punching the table and grunting so like you're being kind of crazy dog I don't know so it was really wild and uh, I'm bad with fucking sympathy. Yeah. Even when I had two legs, I was kind of bad with sympathy. Like, I'll have sympathy for certain things, and then I'll give you all of it. But, like, regular things, like yeah. getting tattooed, I'm like, keep it together, you fucking asshole. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're paying to do it, and you chose it. It's right. very sympathetic for someone to be like, I want to. Right, right. Consent, she, consent is everything. Right. Full-blown consented. So that's why I'm kind of being chill right now, even though I can feel that one in my butthole, right. uh, whatever spot she just hit. That I, I love just... that. Yeah, oh, okay, cool. So yeah. that's why it felt. Uh, but I'm just, I'm trying to be chill because I'm like, hey, it is what it is. I'm just going to make this weird face and possibly clench my fist. I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the child in me, when you said, <laughs> I don't, so I'm allowing myself to be childlike right now. So bear with me. But the child in me, when you said you felt it in your butthole, I almost poked you in the belly button and said, now do you feel it in your pee hole too? <laughs> but every stream, but like my body almost started putting my finger in your in your belly button. So consent is everything. Consent, I know. See, you guys are teaching me the, the, the consent thing, you know. I give you consent to finger my belly button. Okay, cool. Thank you. You know, I usually I usually just read the room and no one I can touch my buddy's belly hole, you know. Today I didn't feel like the time. Just you guys <laughs> touching belly holes. Touching belly holes. I've, I've had fucking plenty of homies do body shots out of my belly hole. So you know. Are you color packaging? No. We're just started. It feels different. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it took me a while to get started. Oh, that was all the stenciling process, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a real tattoo until this point. Did you switch needles? Yeah. Okay, I was something feels different, but I couldn't peg what. Don't peg without consent. No. Consent is everything. Consent is everything. So you were going to say something, Medusa, but I had that silly joke that needed to come out. So it, it needed to. It needed to. Like my body, like was telling me, like if you don't get this joke out, you're going to die. So yeah. my well, inner I child needed to peg. Dusty, what his word of the year would be? Ooh, sucker! You know that means you're next. Well, I'm prepared this time. Yeah. So, I, I, I haven't prepared an answer before. I okay, cool. 
Word of the year, dust man. Learn. Ooh. Because the same way that our, our tat lord is here said what she, this was the year I even told you about it. I told a few other guys about it, but I was like, look, last year I did a guest spot or a convention at least once a month. A lot of them were two a month. Uh, but this year I was like, I want to go and I want to do all that. But I also just want to arrange with a lot of people while on them a day where they tattoo and I just watch. And I do want to do a lot more of that because it is, everybody has a lot of aha moments. And at the same time, you never really have a specific aha moment that I want to, I want to go collect yeah, aha a, a lot of aha moments. Like uh, fucking Dolph Lundgren had all those ears on his necklace yeah. and Universal Soldier. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to collect an aha moment from every artist that I admire and build a really vast toolbox of ideas. So when I'm on camera and the needle starts acting jittery and I'm freaking out, I can be like, all right, here's 32 other plays and my playbook to pull from. Uh, so I'm going to do some more learning this year. I dig it. I dig it. Learn or grow. Either way. Well, you'll get to um, experience something fun for me tomorrow that I have been embarrassed about since I did it. Uh, did a poppy flower on a guy and I warped it in procreate. Yeah. And it kind of made it look vaginal. Okay. Okay. And I really love this man. I felt really bad about it. So did you notice? My apprentice at the time came in and said, that looks like a flower that looks like a vagina. So I was like, wow. Thanks. Man, that, Thanks, buddy. That would have been helpful in the back room there, dickhead. Yeah. You know, uh as so, a person that has a tattoo of a monster vagina, I don't know what the problem is. Right. Um, he didn't come in asking for that. <laughs> and I felt really stupid. A couple other people said something about it on the internet and like I felt bad. So I reached out to him a little bit ago and I was like, hey man, let's um let's reschedule let's reschedule a free session, uh, which I never ever ever do. Um, but I felt really bad about it. Uh, and like I said, I love this man. He has taught me so much. Like every time I tattooed this motherfucker in the past, I learned so much from our interactions together. That like I just like being around it. So are you doing something with the pop? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna like evaginize it. Yeah, yeah, basically. You know, I mean, we all know it's there. So like let's talk about it and let's fucking work around it. There's a deflowering joke that's not formulated in my head. (laughs) Um, I know you have a couple of pregnancies tomorrow, but that would be a fun time. And I think even if you don't get to watch me from fucking start to finish, I think it'll be cool. To see what he comes in with and see what he leaves with. Yeah. Um, because like that's a I'm scared. Like I I do amazing cover-ups and I'm not fucking being like I do amazing cover-ups, but I've fucking seen my cover-ups, they work. Uh so like I'm gonna do that. Jump through a different spot and it made a new sink face for a minute. <laughs> well, like I think I, I tried to rub it to warn you. <laughs> I think I have to tell myself. That I'm gonna do a great job because like I'm afraid that I won't, but I know that I will. Because like one of the things I talk about, look at your past. If you got a good history of doing shit good with cover-ups, then you're all right. I got a good history with it, so I know I'm gonna be all right. And it's kind of good to talk it out. Um and I'm like, if, if we're being fucking, if we're gonna talk about vulnerability and not liking it, I don't like talking about this tattoo, Medusa. Like I fucking hate talking about this tattoo. This is like embarrassing shit for me. Because, like, I'm better than that. 
than to make a mistake like that permanently on somebody, especially somebody that I love and fucking respect so deeply. No, nobody's above making mistakes once in a while. Absolutely, but like that's how my. But that's how your body feels about it. Right. So like I'm excited to get back into it, and like it's almost been two years, and I finally just hit him up, and I was like, yeah, let's do this, man. And he was 100% for it. So I'm excited about the time I get to spend with him because I love him so much. But I'm also excited that I get to give him what like he deserves. And like, I know he's been a good man about it and not like throwing it up in my face, but like he could have gone somewhere else and got it fucking yeah. redone. And like, he just kept it there and didn't say nothing to me about it and waited for me to do it. And that's like, that's a lesson right there in patience that like, that's wild, right? Just wait for the thing to come and the thing comes. Yeah. You know, rather than stressing about the thing not being there. I think it's funny because what's been formulating in my head for a few seconds now is uh, that, you know, you're, you're saying like a very, like everybody makes mistakes. We're all human. We're all whatever. Nothing, nothing in any way, but I made a mistake and I really hate feeling that way about it. It's funny because I've heard you say, you know, the, the whole, we all fall, we just get back up again kind of thing multiple times. Yeah. And then the other night you literally fell down and we're like real bummed about it for a minute. And you got like this again, but you were like, fall down like what the fuck <laughs> uh, yeah Brittany said are you guys still doing the live I need to ask Robbie something but I don't want to interrupt actually we're late aren't I was going to say it's almost 6.30 okay guys gals humans non-humans non-binaries all of the like love you all thank you all for being here uh, we didn't do the thank yous at the beginning because I've been a weird thing today Yeah. Uh, thank you guy Thank you, Gabe. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ooh, oh, hey. <laughs> so you kind of got out of that one pretty good. <laughs> Were you trying to squish your head? It is. <laughs> All right. I got to go fucking do stuff. Uh, love you guys. Appreciate y'all. Um, Medusa, thank you for fucking like working through some of your shit on camera, which is awesome. Um, no, you didn't expect this today, but you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Dusty, always love you, buddy. <laughs> All right. See you guys later next week.